0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am your host, Austin Gerke. And for today's episode, it is a recap Monday. But thankfully for this show, it won't be a whole lot of recap. And just, NASCAR recap, uh, the the best and worst I saw from week four in the NFL. And we got the playoff stuff in baseball all winding down this week. I'll give you the updated look into what the playoff picture looks like in Major League Baseball and give you the picks for tonight. But first, let's start with NASCAR. Of course, your boy is still wrong on the picks. Congratulations. You know, I didn't go with Chase Elliott to win at Talladega. He ended up doing that and he became the first playoff driver in the 2022 playoffs. To advance himself into the next round. He is now the first playoff driver to make it into the round of 8. With one more race to go in the round of 12. An elimination race at the Charlotte Roval. Alright, congratulations on that. Plus, all the college football action from this week. Uh, Got a lot more to get to on that tomorrow. But my early, here's an early sneak peek. I'm really buying in. To what UCLA is now. I mean you can give me Ohio States, You can give me your Michigans. You can give me your Alabamas and Georgias. But the Pac-12 right now. Starting to wake up a little bit. Starting to flex its muscles. Especially the team out in Westwood. I warned you. I warned you on Thursday. I've warned you. The past college football Tuesdays. Especially previewing that matchup against the Huskies. I just, this is just a sneak peek, but look out for the Bruins. Mm -mm. Just look out there. Uh, In the baseball world of things, Aaron Judge is still stuck at 61. He has a shot to go for 62 today in Arlington. I wonder if he's in the lineup right now, or he will be in the lineup as this game gets underway. Ha! Ta ta ta, ta 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 ta! There we go. Let's see if he's in the lineup today. Actually, he is. He'll be under. He'll be leading off. to Get Stanton, Lemayhew, Donaldson, Peraza, Aaron Hicks, Kiner Falefa, Higashioka, Marwin Gonzalez, and Luis Severino will be the starter tonight. So. Game number one, not so much for playoff implications or even for just because they're my favorite team, but because Aaron Judge, with four games left, does have a shot to get 62, although his little blip down in the Triple Crown race took a huge hit yesterday after three strikeouts. But that's game number one, Yankees Rangers. Game number two. Let's go all the way. You got the Braves and the Marlins. The Braves can clinch the NL East tonight. Yes, they swept the Mets. My one makeup pick in the National League. They had DeGrom and Scherzer going back to back this weekend. And the Mets lost both. So mm, if I'm the Mets right now, if I'm a Mets fan right now, I'm a little shaky for this team going forward, whether it's going to be playing on Friday. Either you're going to be playing on Friday or Monday. But right now, it ain't looking too pretty. But anyway, you got game number one, Yankees-Rangers. Game number two, Braves-Marlins. Game number three, the Brewers and the D-backs. The Brewers... Only because they have a very very slim shot to get in the playoffs, they need to win out and have Philly lose out in these final three games. That's game number three. Yeah, that's game number three. Game number four is Astros Phillies, and then game number five. Let's just throw in the Dodgers because we're out here and something. You know, I do this show from Southern California. I got to throw in some California flavor. The Dodgers and the Rockies. You know, as far as Shohei Ohtani getting $30 mil- You know, before I read off the uh, game list one more time, I did read the story about Shohei getting $30 million for next season in his arbitration year. Arbitration meaning... If they wouldn't have figured out how to give him his last bit of money in his contract that he signed with the Angels back in 18, uh, if the team and Otani's team wouldn't have figured it out, you know, his agent and stuff, then they would have had to go to arbitration. So they would have had to go to court and figured it out that way. But thankfully they didn't. He got $30 million. He'll still be a free agent and... If the Angels are still an ugly team next year and they're not competitive again, then he'll probably be traded anyway. So good luck on that. But anyway, here's the games list today. Yankees-Rangers, game number one. Game number two, Braves-Marlins, game number three. The... Phillies and the Astros, game number four. The, let's see, Yankees-Rangers, Braves-Marlins, uh, Brewers-D-backs. see, one, two, three, four. Phillies and Astros, and then game number five, the Rockies and the Dodgers- you want a 6th game, or even 7th for that matter, since we are in the final days of the regular season. Game 6 and 7 for tonight. You got the Mets and the Nationals. And for game number 7, just to throw it in there for good old luck. Let's see. 6-7. Since... I spent time with this on Otani. We'll throw in the Angels and the A's as well. As far as the playoff picture goes in the American League, you have your six teams. Now you have the top three seeds. The Astros clinched the number one seed on Friday. They're the one. The Yankees are the two. The Guardians are the three. In the wild card chase, the Blue Jays are the four seed. The Mariners, who have Clinched a playoff berth for the first time since 2001. So basically the first time since I was seven years old In fact, that was my the year. I fell in love with the sport to begin with uh, The Mariners finally make the playoffs They are the five seed and right now the Rays are the six so in the American League for these final three days It's just seeding for the four through six matchup meaning who's gonna get you know the four through six spots Who's gonna end up going to Cleveland? Which right now it could be Tampa, but that might change in two days. But you have Tampa as the six. You have Seattle as the four, or Seattle as the five, and Blue Jay and the Blue Jays as the four. In the National League side of things, it's all starting to come together. Remember the Braves. Magic number down to one. The Phillies magic number down to one. So the Phillies and Braves can clinch their playoff spots respectively tonight. And the National League will basically be down to the same situation that the American League is. For the wild card spots right now, the Mets would be holding the four seed. So whoever loses that NL East race will be the four seed. That is guaranteed. The Padres right now hold the five, and the Phillies hold the six seeds in the National League. So that's your updated playoff picture. Uh, Let's see what time I have left. All right, cool. I thought I'd be going on a little longer. But that gives me time now to go through all of yesterday's action. Let's start, of course. But before I do any of that, let's get to tonight's game. The Rams and the Niners. Hold on, I gotta open up the app and go through my pick'em thing. But if memory does serve me, I do have the Rams winning. I know the I know Kyle Shanahan has McVay's number in a recent history, but you know the Rams did beat the Niners in the NFC title game to get to the get to and win the Super Bowl. So. Gonna ride that momentum. I gotta see who I picked. Okay. I took the Rams. Over the Niners. Uh, Combined total, I'm taking 36. Why? Well, it'll be 20-16. to It'll be a close game. I still think the Rams off... The Rams' offense right now is better. I mean, they're a doppelganger versions of each other. It's like looking in a mirror with Shanahan and McVay. The only difference is their physical appearance. But as far as the teams go, they know each other inside and out. Jimmy G does know how to run that offense. In San Francisco, Matt Stafford is starting to get more comfortable so, is it going to be an offensive explosive night? No. Expect a big day from Cam Akers. And the Ram defense will do what the Ram defense does. And they'll find a way to slow it down. It will be a low-scoring game, which has been plenty this season. In fact, last night's game with the Bucks and the Chiefs, perfect segue there, was the highest combined total number of points so far this season at 72. With the 41-31 win by the Chiefs, we'll transition to Sunday. Again, so tonight's pick, I am taking the Rams over the Niners, 20-36, to 36, or 20-16, to 16, sorry, for a combined total of 36 points. And as far as yesterday's games go, of course, on this show, let me tilt the camera once again. You know, for those that are watching on Rumble, you see that flag in the background. We always start with the Bucks here on this show. Or at least, with recap, Mondays I do. And, alright. Is it time for me to press the panic button? No. First off, I've said this all summer. Maybe not publicly here on this show. Let me chill the camera back. Maybe not publicly on this show. But maybe now I should. I was right. We're going to be 2-2. Two two. I've personally said this team is two and two. The way this schedule is set up, there was no way they were going to be four zero. There was no they, There was n- maybe a slim chance they'd be three and one. But in reality, they're two and two. Why? Because the Chiefs, especially the way they were p- going off last night. I mean, that team was able to do something that not even Aaron Rodgers could do last week. And I got to tip my cap to him. Sometimes you can have the best play in the world. Like that jump pass. What was it? Late in that second quarter. That little, little pop pass he had to get that. What made it 14-3 to 3 at the time. Or 21-3. That one. Was okay. <laughs> you can't stop that play. You just can't. You can scheme up all you want, but there are just some of those plays where you just got to tip your cap. And yeah, I could read in the stats, and Mahomes just went off. I think he had three touchdowns, only one punt for the team in total. So perfect offensive night by their standards. He did throw a junk interception to Sean Murphy bunting, but at That was too late in the game, and it made the score look good, but Kansas City, in reality, they were the best team. They are not the best team in the AFC yet. That is still Buffalo, who, by the way, I'm going to get to in a second, but I'm throwing my flowers to Chiefs fans. Congratulations. Your team did look good. In all honesty, they did. They were the best team that night. There's nothing I can say that said, eh, Tampa had a shot, not after you turn the ball over, not after you fumble the ball on the opening kickoff, and you give a easy touchdown to Travis Kelsey. I think he had like two touchdowns last night too. So, and they couldn't figure out a way to slow him down either. So, is Kansas City the team to beat in the AFC right now? No, but they are a solid number two. They're a good. They are a good team, and Buffalo still has to go prove that they can beat them. But right now, I got Buffalo at one, Kansas City at two. Uh, who's the AFC East? AFC East, AFC West. I've got whoever leads. I think it's Cleveland at two and two. I think Cleveland's leading the AFC North at two and two. We got Cleveland and Cincy at two and two. Uh, well yeah so it's it's still wide open in the AFC North but and then the AFC South is just a joke of a division that uh, is led by the Jaguars at two and two but gotta tip my cap there as far as the other games throughout the day uh, let's go to the afternoon games again Denver only scoring 23 points at least it's a work in progress for the Broncos. They are getting better, but not enough to really scare anybody. Green Bay, they had to squeak by a New England team that was down to Billy Zappi, their third-string quarterback. You know, it's not panic time in Green Bay. It's really barely relaxed time, but just take a deep breath and got to start taking a look a little bit, though. Uh, let's see. Arizona over Carolina pretty convincingly. The Eagles right now, it's really a tie between them and Buffalo. Because Philly, I, I get it, they've played a very, very soft schedule at 4-0. But you can only play who you have on the schedule. And they have a fourth place schedule. Or no, they have a second-place schedule, actually. And sometimes that type of schedule can help you out, especially early on in the year. And so far, Philly's racking up the wins. And Jalen Hurts is proving me wrong. Look, I've said it. I said it after the playoff game, and I'll say it again now. He has to continue to prove that he's improving as a passer, which so far he has. Just keep improving. And... Yeah, Philly will be the dangerous team right now. Right now, Buffalo at one, Philly at two. That's where it is right now as far as the top two in the NFL if I had to do a power rankings. But at least for the top two, that's what I see there. Uh, Let's see. Dallas without Dak. Okay. Do I still think Dak's going to come back next week? No. But Attaboy to Cooper Rush. Buffalo again had to come back late. They were down 20 to 3. I had Buffalo winning. They came back. I'm not going cri- to, you know. I went from, yeah, go for it on fourth down to, you know, this is how nuts I think this analytics stuff is becoming. But when you're inside the red zone, you're inside the 20, you're inside the 30, I don't, you know, don't. Don't mention that you have Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the dang league. But when you're inside the 30, or hell, even the 35, when you're in that range, go for the points. This is the nuttiest thing I've seen all these coaches do. From the NFL to college, When you're in that no-man's land, or heck, you're even close, go for the points. Go for the points. Get the dang points. You keep the lead, and who knows? Maybe Baltimore would have held on. They would have, you know. Maybe they would have held on, especially with a three-point lead, and then Buffalo wouldn't have been able to play the kneel-down game. There is no way... To just stop. All these coaches need to stop being cute. They really do. Because that's what going for this 4th down shit really is. It's just being cute. But eventually that cuteness is going to end up costing you a job. So just stop. But that's my rant for the day. As far as that goes. Oh, uh, Let's see. The Jets The Jets beat the Steelers. Kenny Pickett made his debut, gave him a little bit of juice, but the Jets still found a way in Zach Wilson's debut to make it interesting. Let's see where my, yep. So there's that one there. Uh, Titans over the Colts, no surprise there. Lions over the Seahawks, eh, or not over the Seahawks. The Seahawks over the Lions, eh. Falcons over the Browns eh not really that nuts and then the London game we're gonna have another London game by the way and I'll reiterate my ideas of the NFL trying to global the game but or globalize the game but that'll be another conversation for another day but those are my takes for week three and with that said I'm logging off thank you for listening and watching the Austin's audit podcast. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple if you know the trick, Dreaser, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud, Podvine, and Podchaser, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can also watch this show on Rumble. Go on to rumble.com or download the Rumble app on your smartphone device. Search for the username A D Please make sure that search is said to channels, not videos. Again, that is A D G S in Girl E H R K E. Again, that is A D G S N Girl E H R K E. Click subscribe and like, comment, and share. Just so this show can sneak up the rumble algorithm. So keep liking, commenting, and sharing. To follow this show on social media, the best way to do it is follow the show's Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also follow me at Austin Spamonte on Instagram. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I or the show's hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. And if you want post-episode interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on Twitter for post-episode interaction. Hope you guys have a great day today and great rest of your day for those that are getting off of work. And with that, thank you for listening and watching the Austin Zada podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.